another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. <laughs> of the beast. How you doing, Nisbet? I'm doing good. Yeah. Josh is back. From, I'm back. Tell everyone where you were. I was, uh, we kind of did a little bit of uh, technical trickery. We did. I managed to stretch out a, a little bit of a vacation in between a couple of episodes. Yeah. Went to Turkey. Yeah. Yes. In Turkey for a couple of weeks. I was in Turkey for a couple of weeks. Amazing weeks. So the um, last two episodes we actually recorded before you went. Yeah. No one noticed. On the same night and then we dropped <laughs> them in. Yeah. We kept up with all of these. Like, Fridays. did you hear what happened on the news? Wow. Wasn't that crazy? Can you believe they, those yeah. events that happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the things that happened, that was crazy. <laughs> Shh, now no one knows. Uh, yeah, I went to Turkey and I was floored. i got to say, yeah. I'm going to go to Turkey every year. Yeah. It's amazing. And actually, I haven't seen you. This is like, you just uh, showed up here at my, at my house. We came yes. down here, flicked on the microphone. I haven't even talked to you since you got back. Yes, which uh, with a trinket. Oh, yeah. I was on a beach. Yep. Uh, it's called Par- Pariah Beach, I think it is. Anyway, it's it's in between like Bodrum and Antalya on the on the... Uh, southwest end of uh, of Turkey, and I was walking along this beach, and they're selling all their you know Turkish trinkets and stuff um, that, that that they sell, and like they had a bunch of Scarface posts. Then there was these two Iron Maiden just little oh, yeah. knockoff things, and so I grabbed the pair. Cool. And uh, I was walking out of the beach in like flip flops and speedos, holding the Iron Maiden sign, and pretty appropriate. <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Iron Maiden played in Turkey. Uh, they did two shows in Istanbul, September 7th and 8th, 1998, and then yep. 2011 on Final Frontier of Tour, and then July 2013 was the last time they were there. Yeah. So they have played there a few times. I know, and, and the reason I went to uh, Turkey is because I have a Turkish girlfriend, and uh, I've searched, and they've got some really cool shirts, so I'm trying yeah. to get like a Turkish shirt, and I checked last summer, and every time there's a tour, I always look to see if there's they're There's an unofficial to... scream for me yeah. Istanbul shirt. But it's, a, it's not an official one, but it's Eddie. Is that the one where he has the, the, Turk, he has the with Turkish, the Turkish flag? flag? Yeah. yeah, that's right. I've seen that one. And he's over the venue. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yep. Yeah. So Turkey's amazing, and uh, the weather is unreal. And, oh, yeah. You know, like one day. Yeah, we you were, sent me a few pictures of like yeah. you on a like Turkish beach, and I was like, yeah. wow, it looks awesome there. Yeah. It's not what I pictured. I don't know. I didn't really picture anything. I never and, really thought about it before. And, and remember uh, our buddy Dave, who we uh, visited when we were in London yep. last year for the shows. He came down. Oh, you met up with him. Yeah, cool. yeah. Who's the guy that your buddy from high school was? It Trevor. Oh, Terry. Terry, <laughs> stupid Terry. Well, Dave is my Terry. There you go. <laughs> Be jealous, Nesbit. Um, I got a bunch of messages. Uh, we got a bunch of emails about that. Oh yeah. And I was just you know, like, uh, Josh, let it go. Other people are like, I can't believe Nesbit would do that to you. And I was like, exactly. Um, but Dave came down. And like, you know, swimming around Roman ruins, drinking beer everywhere, just having a time. Cool. Yeah. And speaking of that, yes. see you have right here a bottle of Turkish beer. Yeah, it's a Bomanti. It's kind of actually a Kermaza ale, but okay. it's a red ale. Uh, that's Turkish. The Kermaza ale. It's um, amazing beer. This is this was my go-to beer. Like, this is pretty common. Yeah. This would be... Uh, I like a red ale, too. Yeah, it's Tasty. awesome. Yeah. Shall we hit it? Do not spend your time! Worrying about those wasted beers. I drank a good few of these. Nesbitt. Oh yeah. Yes. So I mean, I, I oh, I'm gonna do my. I can honestly say that I've never had a Turkish beer before. I'm gonna do my first impression. Oh my god, this beer is really interesting. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm literally carrying four four pounds of this beer's fat on me. <laughs> literally, that's so good. That's awesome. Mm. Delicious. So and it's perfect first... in the sun, which oh, is yeah. what you wouldn't expect from a red ale because yeah. it's not too heavy. 
Cool. Bamonte. I'll add that one to the talkingmaiden.com slash beer. Yeah. Or slash beers. They both go to the same site. Yeah. Yeah, there's a listing on the webpage. I'm sure everyone's heard me say it. That's right. Every single beer that we've had on the podcast. Yeah. I think there's like 80-something. There's a lot now. Yeah. It's and getting hard to find ones. Yes. We'll have to keep taking vacations and bringing back... Uh, yeah, and in a future episode, um, well, we've already got the beers now, but we've got a bunch of Ontario beers. Um, Luke, who we'll bring on soon, will reveal our artwork. Um, he's going to be on the podcast soon. He's he's been he was on I think episode like thirteen or seventeen in Made in China. Like yeah. yeah, way back in the day, and he's back from China again because he comes back in the summer. Usually stays with me for a week or two, and uh, he came back on way he stopped in Ontario, and his good friend is like a craft beer nut there he has oh, yeah? like, he showed me his fridge it's sick anyway shout out to dave for that and he went through and he said if you're gonna give these guys he picked six beers oh, for us awesome. to try so these are not just like luke went to the store yeah, yeah. and picked out colorful tins these are six plant beers and so one of them uh is so hopped there's hop floating in it oh that yeah sounds awesome. i know all right i'm excited so yeah i saw luke yeah he showed us the new talking maiden like graphics isn't it cover awesome? art it's really cool it's a big step up from the one last one he did just because it's like the last one he did was awesome this yeah. one is like even yeah uh, the original but i think the arc is perfect because the original one's simple yeah it's like the electric matthew context yeah, yeah it's kind one, of like how maiden started with a simple one and yeah and they kind of got into like more themed this one has a very cool and fitting theme it does awesome it does i think so we've we'll already kind of given it away that. before yeah well, we're gonna have him we'll come on the podcast talk yeah. about it and yeah. then I think I'm going to replace the cover art with the new cover art. Yeah. And uh, put the new one on the site. Yeah. Because well, it's very cool. Well, he could only fly with so many beers. And he was like, he said, uh, can I come on and taste the beers? I was like, we're not having you sitting there for six episodes or whatever, <laughs> however many episodes. And we're not recording them while you're here. You're only home for a couple of weeks. So he was like, he's going to want to get into one. Maybe you'll be in the background. Yeah, another we'll get him one. in for, uh, yeah. for a beer and talk about his art. Yeah. Sounds yep, good to me. Cool. So the other big news is the tour, the North American Legacy of the Beast tour. tour the yeah. North American leg yeah. kicked off in Florida. Yeah. July 18th, 2019. That's right. So we're recording this episode uh, more than a week in advance because I'm going to be gone already to Toronto. Yeah. When this drops, when you're this, on the plane. When this comes out, yeah. I'll be on the plane to That's right. Toronto because we're seeing the two Toronto shows. Yeah. And I'm going to follow you. I'm four or five days behind you. Right. Yeah. So the first show of the North American leg of the tour yeah. was yesterday Yeah, when we were recording this. Yes. So there's only been one show, but uh, there's been no yeah. set list changes. But we kind of knew there wasn't going to be any set list changes. Yeah. Did you see those videos that Nico, Nico put on YouTube? Yeah. He kind of walked did. everyone through the... The set list in his own, like, Nico McBrain way. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't been following it because I've been kind of off the grid. Yeah. So I just landed down. But yeah. I, I saw him do a bunch of stuff. I saw some new stuff on his drum kit on Twitter. Yeah. And then I saw a bunch of – you sent me through a bunch of pictures of the merch stand. Right. Yeah. And uh, so really I've been kind of in the dark. Yeah. So I'm interested But Nico, he went through the set yeah. list song by song ahead okay. of time. So I knew they weren't going to replace the song. Yeah. Um, and he makes a few jokes in there, which is kind of funny. He has, a, actually, I have a quote from, this is from one of Nico's videos where he's going through the, the set list. He's talking about, uh, I can't remember which song he's talking about, but he kind of references bring your daughter to the slaughter. And it's really funny what he says. The only number one we ever had was bring your daughter to the slaughter in 1990-something or the other. 1990-91, I think it was. Two weeks, number one, I might add. We ain't playing that song. Thank goodness. 
<laughs> what did he say? He's like, we're not playing that song. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what the longer <laughs> No love he... for leave, <laughs> bring your daughter to the slaughter from no. uh, Nico. The longer he lives in Florida, the thicker his accent's getting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. And apparently the night before the first show in Florida at mm. Rock and Roll Ribs, he was there signing stuff. And there was a big yeah. like pre-tour party down there. It's funny. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Funny though, all the pictures you see online, it's Nico with his big smile. No, it's awesome. Oh man, any uh, any footage from the show yet? Yeah, there's some stuff on YouTube. Okay, so there's no set list changes. So yeah. last night I was sitting like a <laughs> an Iron Maiden uh, fanatic, mm. and I had a bunch of browser windows open. I had one on Twitter, kind of looking for people up from the show updating, yeah. and people were posting pictures and stuff. And then I had set list FM open and yeah. update as they were updating the set list. Um, and I had a couple other windows just, you know, keeping track of the Maiden show because I wanted to know right away if they did change anything. Yeah. Or I was hoping that Bruce might say something about a new album or something mm. like that in between songs. And then whoever was updating the set list FM website, because that's like anyone can log in and up, contribute to it, right? Yeah. Um, they started posting all of these fake songs. So they're going through and then all of a sudden... Infinite Dreams gets posted. And I was like, yeah. what? They swapped out uh, Revelations for Infinite Dreams. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then I went to Twitter and I was like, there's no mention of it. Everyone's saying Revelations. Yeah. And then I kind of looked at the edit history. Yeah. And you could see that someone had already put Ghost of the Navigator in and then someone else deleted it. So there's people like yeah. trying to mess with people like me that yeah. were like, <laughs> but for a split second, I even got a uh, a message from uh, the I Love It Loudcast guys and they're like, Infinite Dreams. And I was like, what? What? No. <laughs> what? No. 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 Women in uniform. So it was all, yeah, it was all <laughs> pranks. But, and they, they didn't play a new song. People were, were mm. saying maybe they might play a new song. Because mm. remember Wildest Dreams and El Dorado, they played those live in the set list before the album came out. Yeah. So people were saying maybe they'll do that, but they didn't. And we should have known because of Nico's videos that... The set list was the same as the one that we saw in London, the two London shows and Manchester. Oh, I, I thought they might tweak a song or two. Yeah, I wasn't sure. But now that you hint that they could have, man, it would have been interesting if they'd done something from if the new album. If they dropped a brand new song in there, that wow. would have been crazy. That would be amazing. Um, and I watched some YouTube clips. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how crazy the fan, the crowd goes for the Klansmen. Yeah. The crowd goes nuts. Like, I've heard interviews with Bruce where he says that the American fans like the hits and they don't really like the deep cuts as much. Mm. Um, and that the European fans kind of go crazier for this kind of stuff. But man, this was the Florida crowd. And when they when the Freedom Park came in, the yeah. place went nuts. Yeah. They love oh, a whole... Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen the concert yet. Yeah, but... We're going to be mean... talking about a few songs that they're going to be playing. Well, if you... The tour is like a year and a half You just old. said that... Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. You just said the set list didn't change. Sorry. Somewhere there's someone who yeah. hasn't gone online who's like, I don't want to know. I don't want to yeah. know. I know it's like the, if you're going now, don't tell me how Game of Thrones ended. No, yeah. it's you're, yeah. it's too late. Yeah. I still you're don't outside. know who Luke Skywalker's father is. Don't <laughs> yeah, spoil don't, it for don't me. spoil it for me. <laughs> don't spoil it for me. What happens to Caesar at the end of this play? Oh, another cool thing is Adrian Smith has a new guitar. Yes. That he plays during um, Two Minutes to Midnight and has mm. the Two Minutes to Midnight Cover, like the single art. Oh, really? And that's on the guitar. Yeah. And he uses that for the two minutes to midnight when he plays that song. And oh. it's really cool. Where'd you see that? Uh, on Twitter. And there's a few pictures on some of the concert review sites where they had like professional photographers take pictures. Nice. It's a very cool, cool guitar. You can tell the guys are like amped up and haven't played live for a while and they're just mm. going crazy. Well, they've been in Florida rehearsing for at least a week. Um, I got a quote from Adrian. He says, because a couple of the guys got homes here, we traditionally start rehearsing in Florida before our American tours. It's logical to do the first show here and build the tour around that. 
So they've been practicing and rehearsing in Florida. But you can tell that they're just dying to get out live. Like, Adrian put that little bit of extra into all of his solos. Yeah. Now, I haven't seen, I saw clips of three or four songs. But uh, I have a clip here of, uh, this is from the Florida show. This is uh, Adrian playing Two Minutes to Midnight. And you can, he, like, at the end of the solo, he's just adding all these little notes and stuff. And you can tell he's just, like, he's loving pent it. up energy. <laughs> pretty cool dave yeah. and adrian they're both like you know they're just dying to like rock out you can tell yeah. the scream cool. for me though oh. yeah, i know it's getting me so pumped up <laughs> you can't get enough of that the, the tickets we bought in october november yeah. something like that hmm. and the tour was like so far away and i was kind of like oh yeah that'll be cool see maiden again blah blah hmm. blah whatever yeah, it's been so long and now though. that it's like started and i'm seeing clips i'm just like I'm like giddy with excitement. I know. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Um, another thing is during the Trooper, Bruce uses the Union Jack mm-hmm. at the beginning. Oh. So we're kind of, and then, but then he picks up the American flag. Yeah. So he's using the Union Jack at the beginning, and then he had the American flag for Florida. Yeah. And you know how he shoots Eddie? Yeah. With the like, yeah, flag like, is like a gun. A musket, and yeah. And a little puff of smoke comes out of yeah. the end. Well, now when he hits Eddie... Like this big explosion happens. They must have like some kind of pyrotechnics on on the Eddie nice. suit. So they yeah. shoot him and he like explodes into like fire and flames and stuff. That's really cool. Oh, that's deadly. <laughs> Super exciting. Yeah, because I'm, I'm glad they got the Union Jack back. Wasn't there? They didn't use it in in England. There was some yeah, controversy. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, yeah. we covered it on the podcast. Yeah. I, I tend to forget that crap. So put well, it anyway, out, put it out of my mind. By the time this airs, I'll be yeah. on my way to Toronto, and you'll be a few days from going to Toronto. So nice. Not very long now. No, it's nothing yeah. now. We've heard from some old friends who yeah. are getting ready for the trip. It's going to be yeah. great to catch up cool. with people. And we're going to meet up with some yeah. people there. Andrew Dubroy. Oh, Dubroy. Shout yeah. out for Dubroy. Our longest long-term listener, I think. One I of think them. so. Yeah. So this will be a bit of a reunion because we hung out with him in London for the yeah. 202 shows. That's right. Um, do we uh, Have we looked into like... Um, have you looked into what are we doing beforehand? Like I've got all the breweries mapped out. I know where we're drinking. Yeah, independent I know. of the show. Yeah, there's a few spots that I was yeah. looking on the forums where people are going to be meeting up in Toronto. Yeah. So I haven't quite figured that out yet. But no, we'll f- we'll, I'm sure we'll f- just go to wherever we see maiden shirts. The Trooper VIP party. I was looking into that, mm. but I decided against it. It's yeah. like we looked at it in the price has gone up a lot too since they started doing these. So yeah. it's like uh, you get a bunch of exclusive merch. Yeah. Um, you get early entry into the venue to this like pre-party thing. You get two free trooper beers. You get snacks and I think there's some food or whatever. Um, you get pr- a private merch table where you can not line up for merch, which is probably the biggest perk. That is a perk. And yeah, you get like a patch, a bandana, sweatbands. There's an Eddie ice cube tray. <laughs> yeah. 
So you get a bunch of like merch. But I, it's like I think it's over it's over two hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, and that's on top of your ticket price. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. I don't know. Yeah, remember when we when last we were we, we saw them in Toronto last time uh, for the Book of Souls tour. Yeah. Um, remember the pre-party? We went to was it was it was it Tilda Killed? That was in Toronto. That was in Toronto. So I yeah. said, yeah. Was it Tilda Killed? Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't the... a fish. That was a trooper party. They had trooper party, beer everywhere. But it was a guy on the Iron Maiden for one of the forums. Yeah. That planned that. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was a good time. The only mistake was I don't know if the bar realized how many people was going to be there. Remember, all the beer was warm. Yeah, and it was yeah. like really, really packed. Yeah, it was yeah. really packed. But I mean, they were handing us. Uh, it was there that we tried the new. Was it there the we six, tried six, the, six, yeah, yeah, the six six six? Yeah, the six 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 for the first time. But it was like it was a good beer, but it was like so warm, and it was in the middle yeah, of the summer. Remember how hot it yeah. was? Yeah. And you're like drinking warm beer, and you're like, yeah. it doesn't matter That's how a good, good time, it is. Though, yeah. Oh, it was an awesome time. Yeah. The tilt is it the tilted kilt? Yeah. Is it, yeah, tilted yeah. kilt. And all anyway. the waitresses there had maiden shirts on. Yes, cool. maiden shirts on and skirts. and Yeah. Yeah, which is like all around deadly. Is cool. Yeah, that's right. So, But that's a trooper VIP party that we're talking about, which yeah. we're not. That's an official do. party. And you get an early, yeah. you get early entry into the venue. Yeah. But I think the first to the barrier people get in first. So there's a first to the barrier draw, which yeah. you can get into if you're in the fan club. And they draw your name and you get in. Basically, you just get to go into the empty stadium, walk right up to the front of the stage, yeah. and wait there. And then immediately after them, I think the Trooper VIP people get in. Yeah. And then they open the gates and the floodgates. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That'll be a bit of fun. Yeah. The only uh, yeah. downside of being first to the barrier is you have to stand and watch all of Raven Age or you'll lose your spot. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Not yeah. for me. Oh, I, funny. We have um, a listener named Maxim, and he sent us a audio clip on TalkingMaiden.com slash talk, and it's all about first of the barrier, and it's a funny story, and if I can find it, I'll play it now. Hey, guys, here's a story. When I lived back in Moscow, my friend and I won our first ever first to the barrier raffle for Maiden's show many years ago. Needless to say, both of us were very, very excited. On the show day, we got to the venue on time, but since the directions to where the first to the barrier group was gathering were not clear, we couldn't find the proper gate. Worried that we're late, we circled the venue a couple of times, and apparently the group already moved on inside the venue, so we missed our chance. Desperate, we saw a group of killer crew members smoking outside. I approached them and explained the situation. Instead of sending us off, crew members were super supportive and very kind. One guy, who I believe was Maiden's stage light engineer, Rob Coleman, checked our tickets and first to the barrier credentials and led us inside the venue. Using his all-access pass, he led, us, he led us through multiple security checks through backstage all the way to the barrier. We were the first two people in the entire venue who got inside. Later, we found out that stupid Moscow security didn't know what first to the barrier was, so it turns out that everyone who won the raffle got stuck in a corridor somewhere shouting at the security guards, and they only got access inside the venue with the rest of the crowd, so basically they couldn't get to the barrier on time. My friend and I were the only first to the barrier winners who got to the barrier before the doors opened. The attitude and friendliness of Rob and the crew proved to me again that Maiden is the best band in the world not only because of music and performance, but because of their attitude and respect to the fans. The culture that Steve and Rod built in the band between musicians and road crew has ensured this for decades. 
Well, another great call from Maxim. Yeah, I know. He's got yeah. awesome Maiden stories. Yeah. That guy loves Maiden. <laughs> yeah. He puts good prep into his calls, too. Yeah. Really shows. So that's but that's an awesome cool. Can story. you imagine getting, like, first of the barrier and then getting yeah. it? Imagine just me and you yeah. in an empty stadium leaning against the rail in front of the stage. Now, that would be cool. That would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. That's awesome. Absolutely. So that's cool. That doesn't happen too, uh, very, very often, I don't think. No. But that's no. cool Maiden staff. Maiden staff crew seems pretty... They'd have to be, wouldn't pretty they? Pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So, yeah. Good anyway, story. First to the barrier. Also, anyone that uh, sees Maiden mm. on this tour, if you want to leave a review or comments after you see them, yes. talkmaiden.com slash talk. Slash talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pick up on something you talked about earlier. Um, I, I forgot about it at the time. I, I, was, I was actually nervous that because they just recorded an album, they might come out of it a bit tired. So I'm glad to see that they're going positively. Because we t- yeah. we talked about that recently, that they were in France recording just well, a month we, ago. All signs point to that. There's still signs. nothing official. Yeah, they haven't mentioned anything about a new album or yeah. anything. But I mean, we went through a couple episodes ago. Yeah, the like eight points of. <laughs> yeah, I'm 99 percent on there in an album. Yeah, I mean, Steve even said like two years ago, and that that they were getting there, and yeah. and uh, it's going to happen. It's just good to see that they're refreshed. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying. Although yeah. recording an album in Paris and then like, you know, I mean, when you think about their touring schedule, yeah, I mean, we've talked about weeks when they played like seven days in a row and stuff. Yeah, like it's a. Gr- I know they're older now and they don't tour as hard, but like, yeah. you know, I don't. Think yeah, but I mean, if you got a ruling, if you got a new guitar and you're like, I'm dying to play the solo, you know, from Two Minutes to Midnight, yeah. but you've just been like trying to tweak an album solo for like three weeks. Yeah, in well, studio. maybe it's like, refreshing it to get back into the familiar stuff. What you know, maybe yeah. that's it. Yeah. And we're just cool. postulating now. So you sent me a few pictures of tour merch, and I went through it, and obviously we didn't have a full view. Yeah, there's a few new shirts. Yeah. There was a, a Florida venue, unique venue shirt just for the Florida show. That's right. Um, one thing I couldn't get over is it was $45 U.S. for t- per T-shirt. That's U.S.? That's U.S. I never even thought about That's that. That's crazy. And That's if you insane. go to the website, um, That's like oh, 50, yeah, yeah. They, that Florida event shirt, yeah, I got an email from Iron Maiden, and they and it says, uh, well, it wasn't to me; it was to like the mailing list. Yeah, and it said that that event shirt is available for twenty four hours, limited availability. You can go on the site and get it. Well, that'll be long since past when this airs, but yeah. So it looks like the some of the unique venue shirts yes. are only limited available for limited times. So you got to jump on them if you want one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, and they're fifty five dollars Canadian on the website. Yeah. So I have a feeling it's going to be 55 bucks for a t-shirt at the Canadian shows. That is... It's crazy. That's too much. Like, I think uh, they've crossed yeah. the line into, like, ripping off the fans a bit. Yeah, that's too far. Yeah. That's way too far. Like, a tw- it's a, if I was in the store and not at a Maiden concert, yeah. and I saw an Iron Maiden t-shirt, and it was, like, 25 bucks, I'd be like, that's a good price for that. Yeah. If I'm at a show... And they were forty bucks. I'd be like, "Well, I'm at the show. I'll get yeah. a shirt or two. Well, what were but they when you last get into time? Fifth, I can't remember. Yeah, because I, I, I because we were in England and we were all over. It's hard to remember. Yeah. But I picture it was like forty. But it was bucks. in pounds, so I just kind yeah. of turned well, my it brain was, off. It was, it wasn't it twenty five English pounds? Something like that. I'm pretty maybe. sure it was twenty five okay. pounds, right? It and been. that's forty Canadian dollars, or maybe yeah. it's forty three. Yeah, it's and not. It's, a fair it's price, not forty five American, which is you know fifty eight Canadian. I think it might have been more than that for those shirts. Yeah, last. I can't remember. 
I don't know. Anyone, if anyone has any, but you get so caught up in the hype, that. and you're like, I'm not buying any yeah. shirts at fifty five dollars, and then I'm going to walk out of there with like three t shirts and be like, damn it. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, happened I got again. So, I got so many shirts now from just the last few years that I don't wear that much. And, There's a Canadian one yeah. with like a, a bear on it. I think mm. I might get that one. It's just yeah. a generic one for the whole Canadian dates. It has all the Canadian dates listed on the back. Yeah, I got a weird, weird thing with my with my shirts. Like I, my favorite shirt, well. My favorite shirt was my Canadian tour shirt, yeah. but I gave it away yeah. because it was too big. Yeah. Uh, and then... Let me guess, is it the Icarus shirt? My Icarus shirt. Yes, that's an awesome shirt. But I'm afraid to wear it because I don't want to wear it out. Oh, uh, no. We, listen, yeah. you can't just have a, like... And the book I'm like that with my maiden tour final. Shirt. Yeah. I have a bunch of like, a bunch of like really old, yeah. like, r- r- like urchin CDs. Yes. And stuff like that. And like stuff that I buy and it comes sealed. And you pay for them on like eBay and you get them sealed. But I open them up right away and listen to them. I'm not mm. like one of those people that puts stuff on a shelf and doesn't use it. Yeah. So I'd rather have a really cool maiden shirt and wear it all the time and wear it out. Yeah. Than like have it in pristine condition on a hanger in a closet somewhere. Yeah, I know. I got to use all your stuff, man. You got to. You got like all dead. my maiden stuff up there. I'm like, even my Soundhouse tapes, I listen to that like four times now. Yeah, that's right. And that's like the most expensive maiden thing that I have. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's know. right. <laughs> You gotta, I don't know. You gotta enjoy it and get some kind of enjoyment out of it. Hey, the only thing you should keep in a wrapper is a condom. <laughs> <laughs> um, classic. Classic. Speaking of t-shirts. Yeah. So I mentioned before that I'm setting up this spread shirt. Yeah. Web- is the website. It, and you can set up a spread shirt store, which is like an on-demand printing thing. Yeah. So I went through all the trouble and set up our old art, like yeah. our original art, plus a few sh- that just have like the Talking Maiden the logo. I got a bunch of products in it. I didn't make the store public yet. So yeah. it's not listed, but it's still, it's there and ready to go. Mm. And then I went online and I bought one of the shirts for my wife, you know, yeah. women's shirt, because I want to see what they're like yeah. before we start selling them to other people. I want to make sure the quality is good. Yeah. So it came, the quality is pretty good. Mm. I'm happy with the quality. It took over six weeks for it to ship. Yeah, that's crap. So that's like, ugh, I'm not happy with that. I don't want people mm. going to a store and ordering shirts from us and then waiting six or seven weeks yeah. for it to show up. The like, po- that's crazy. Someone's at home going, this podcast called Talking Maiden, not Waiting Maiden. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, is I had it set up with the shirts as $30. Yeah. So you pay $30 for the shirt. Yeah. And at that point price point i think we get three dollars <laughs> yeah if that so There's we a get tax liability too there is they take yeah. a chunk out they withhold yeah. some for american taxes or something like that yeah so selling a 30 dollar t-shirt so and we get like three dollars and we're and so it takes canadian six weeks to get there i'm just like oh yeah. god this is not i'm not happy with this that. is such a canadian podcast we're like well, we better not make any money on this <laughs> you know? like, but then i was thinking maybe i'll just sell the shirts for because and that's the other thing is people will be like oh yeah. i'm gonna support the podcast and buy a t-shirt and i'll be like oh yeah. thanks for your two dollars and you just paid thirty dollars <laughs> i know and then you got ripped off yeah, yeah. but i mean yeah. i don't know i don't like the idea of ripping i got some off. ideas but then i'm like yeah. maybe we should just sell the t-shirts for 35 or 40 dollars and think of it as a donation to the podcast yeah we get 10 bucks then and you get a t-shirt we still have to buy, wait six weeks for it, though. Buy Josh a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know um, what I mean? Yeah. So. No, I know what you're saying. If anyone, I'm sure there's people out there that have yeah, experience with this, too. Mm. Email us at talkingmaiden at gmail.com. Yeah. Because I'd like to think, like, yeah. I kind of feel 
like I'm ripping people off charging $40 for a t-shirt. But maybe I'm we, not. We're Canadians. we got to stop apologizing. Like American podcasts are like, hey, buy this, buy that. Like, yeah, but I'm just thinking I don't want it to be like, oh, it's an exclusive item that if you can afford to blow $40. You can well, you're also turned out by the tour shirt prices. And I think that's part that. of it yeah, too. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. I know. I mean, I just think we got to look at it as like, you know. I mean, the thing about the Maiden tour merch is yeah. that like legitimately they're being dumb because it's a supply demand curve. If you go and you got a hundred dollars to spend, you're getting three tour shirts instead of maybe one or maybe two. Yeah. And the shirt costs I know what a maiden shirt costs. Yeah, it costs like them six dollars yeah, tops. Okay. Yeah. Maybe four. At the volume they're and buying. When you're them, buying them in like a yeah. hundred thousand at a time. <laughs> yes, like they're four to six dollar shirts printed. Yeah. Right? We can't get anywhere near that on the stuff yeah. we're doing. But that's what they're costing. So why in the hell? Like three shirts cost you eighteen dollars, two shirts cost you twelve. Just price them at thirty bucks, and people will buy three. Yeah, and people like, buy more. Oh yeah. my god! At twenty five, if it was twenty dollars a shirt, I would buy every single oh, yeah. shirt. I would, buy five I would spend three hundred dollars, yeah. and I'd just give them away to people. I'd just stack them. But at fifty five dollars a shirt, you feel like an idiot. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of uh, out of hand. It's ridiculous. It's out of hand, but they'll just keep ra- raising the price. Until eventually, I guess they'll notice the merch sales yeah. go down, and then they'll be like, "Okay, let's back it off a bit." And, yeah, well, you're but also I mean, encouraging people, bootlegging, right? Well, that's the other thing. I yeah. remember talking about that when we came out of the Manchester show, yeah. and someone had for ten pounds, which yeah. is how many Canadian dollars? Yeah, how many? I don't know, that, like uh, seventeen bucks or something. Yeah, like that. that's right. They had pretty nice looking bootleg shirts with the tour graphics on it. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, I'm not buying a bootleg shirt because I want to support Maiden. I don't want to be buying yeah. like, whatever. But now, if I if someone can sell me a twenty dollar t shirt, yeah. and I'm like, as opposed to buying fifty five or sixty dollars for a, a t shirt, yeah, an official t shirt, I'm like, well, now you're making the bootlegging look very appealing. Yeah, and it's not just that. Like, I mean, I bought a bootleg t shirt. Remember that one? I didn't. I yeah. don't know if it was one of my first Maiden shows. I wasn't yeah. really paying that much attention. But remember how. PO'd I was in lineup. I couldn't get the shirts I wanted anywhere. And then I walked yeah, out and they there was didn't this bootleg have any and he had the, sizes, the right size. They didn't have any and of the I, sizes. And you were like, oh, it's bootlegged yeah. the quality. You're not, you know, yeah. you shouldn't do that. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I've, London, been, yeah. I've been waiting an hour trying yeah. to get a freaking shirt. Yeah, you were shirt. almost this an guy, hour yeah. in the t-shirt This line. guy has this shirt I want. I don't yeah. give a F. Like, I was literally at that mindset. Mm-hmm. Remember how pissed off I was? Yeah. I was just like, I'm taking it. Yeah. And I went off with a bootleg shirt. But I mean, now the same thing with... yeah. You know, when all the stuff with like MP3s came out. And Napster and everything. Yeah. It was like... They were charging twenty, not not Maiden, but like the the music industry was charging like twenty twenty five bucks for a CD. Yeah, that's right. And you could get it for free online. <laughs> I so know. I was like, I'll just take the free one. That's right. But when CDs now they're like between five and ten bucks, and I buy tons yeah. of CDs. That's right. I'll be like walking by, and there'll be a bin of like, you know, Supply there'll be some greatest yeah. hits album by some out al- by some band that I kind of like, and I'll be like, oh, five bucks, six bucks. I'll just yeah. grab that and throw it in the car. And it's like now, I mean, students, I say that, you know, oh, do you watch the show? Do you watch that show? I download them all. I'm like, I can, through a subscription service, I can pay 10 bucks for that series yeah. of shows. I'm not going off and queuing them all up when I'm tired and then you open it up and it's not what you thought and you're, you know, like, I'm just not doing it. Now, yeah. if that show to queue online was 150 bucks, I'd probably be downloading. Yeah. If it's Netflix was 150 yeah. bucks a month, I would just yeah. go on the internet and download all the shows Everything. for free. That's right. But because it's like 15 bucks in Canada yeah. for Netflix for a month, you just watch whatever you want to watch and you're yeah. like, that's fine. Now, fo- I'm so old that when yeah. I remember the price of Netflix went from $10 to 15 or 14 or something like that. Yeah. And online thing. there was a big thing and I was talking big like outrage about the price increase yeah and i was talking to my wife and i was this is shows showing my age i was like man i think that's the price of renting two new releases at blockbuster yeah that's right <laughs> like i used to rent yeah. more than two movies a 
a month at Blockbuster, and now I don't have to leave the house. But it shows you how how good they are, because like you know, when you if you have a roommate now, or if you go out with someone or whatever, most people still both have their own Netflix log, and they don't go, oh, we're, I'm going to cancel. Like, no, two people live together and both have their own cable connection. Yeah, but everybody right. keeps yeah. their Netflix log, and they're like, it's got my history. It's like, yeah. I, I and everybody they also do the smart thing. Like, I think I'm on like twelve bucks, but if you sign up, it's like fourteen fifty. So it's like $2 a month, but I'm like, I'm not giving that up. I'm like, not giving that up. That's ridiculous. Anyway, like, made in your shirt are too expensive. Yes, they are. <laughs> but follow up, one last point on my yeah. shirt. That bootleg, I gave it away. Couldn't, I couldn't yeah. keep it in the collection. It just doesn't belong <laughs> in there. It's not legit. Um, I do want to throw this out. Um, okay. I ordered some Night Demon shirts. Oh, deadly. Yes. I think I might have mentioned it before. I had one on previously in the podcast. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, because speaking of Night Demon, yes, we have some Night Demon news that affects only us. Wait, now, do we have a sound clip? <laughs> Breaking news. Nesbitt, take it away. Nesbitt's on site. Night Demon. <laughs> okay. So in August, they posted a bunch of new tour dates on their website. Nightdemon.net. Yes. In August, they have a few shows in Germany. September 8th, they're playing in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And then September 27th, they're playing in St. John's, Newfoundland. Oh, God. Where's our that? hometown. Where's that shithole? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're playing here? And then after yeah, that, of course. they're going to Germany, Denmark, Poland, Czech Republic, Hungary, Austria, Italy, France, and Spain. Town so of... what you're saying is they're playing a, a bunch of shows in great places and here as well. <laughs> better here. Yeah, better. I'd rather, I don't want to see them at a festival no. in a big crowd. In a oh, no, no, no. It's going to be awesome here. I'm just saying from their perspective. They're going to oh, be yeah, like, yeah. when they show up here, they're going to be like, oh, I got that. You know, we're going to hang out with us. So and then, uh, yeah. I'm super pumped because we were, mm. uh, the amount of times that me and Josh have tried to look into buying, like, looking for cheap tickets to go see Night Demon, like, somewhere in Europe or somewhere yeah. in the States. We're always like, should we go? We could go for a long weekend. We could yeah. take a two days off work. We could go there and see the Night Demon show. And now they're coming right to our, like... Yeah. And to give people perspective on how challenging it is for us, it, cost, it took me 33 hours and four flights to get back from Turkey because the bloody Boeing flight thing got messed up. Right. So, like, our international connections are now rerouting through Toronto. So, like, when we look at these tours... It's just a logistical nightmare to get anywhere, yeah. unless we try and line them up with like, uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, we don't. Have to worry but anyway, about they're coming right to they're our coming here. front door, which yes. is awesome. So That's I'm right. super pumped, almost as excited for the Maiden shows. Yeah, maybe more excited for the Night Demon shows because we're going to see them in a pretty small spot. That's right. And me and Josh have been listening hardcore to Night Demon for the last yeah. like year. Or I'm going to be shirt off, front row center, <laughs> earplugs in, just giving it. It's going to be yeah. Yeah, insane. Yeah. And this will be, the and the Maiden shows in Toronto are going to be our fourth and fifth time seeing this show. Yeah. Seeing this Maiden show. So this Night Demon thing is like. It's going to be deadly. When you told me, we found out about it a couple of weeks ago. You were talking to Jarvis. Yeah. But we weren't sure if we could announce it, but now it's on yeah. their website. So Yeah. Actually, a, a listener wrote into us and said, uh, hey, look, they're in your yes. area, which yeah. is great because so many of our uh, listeners uh, track Night Demon now. Yep. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I've gotten a bunch of emails from people. So they're yeah. always thanking us for turning them on to Night Demon. Yeah. Yep. So that's awesome. Yep. Uh, we'll have to do. Uh, we'll have to get him on the podcast live too. He's been on a oh, few times cool. now. Yeah. But we'll get him on live. When yeah. He's here. We'll get the whole band on. That'd be awesome. That'd be deadly. I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast, possibly the best podcast in the world. So I got a few emails I want to get through here that we got. I've been putting on the back burner the last few episodes. When we were doing those 
the first Iron Maiden album. Yeah. We kind of like put everything else on hold. That's right. The I've come to refer to that period as the Old Testament. <laughs> you know, That's true because we did the the, <laughs> the Old Testament, the, the New five Testament episodes of the yeah the history leading up to it, and then that first episode. That's right. That was kind Nesbitt of like, came down. We kind from of had our album. heads in old timey Maiden for the old longest time. time. Yeah, you were reading everything. It, it took so long because you were reading off a tablet, <laughs> a big heavy tablet that was written in some, some you know ancient ancient language. Aramaic. <laughs> so I got an email from a listener named Andy says, hey guys, congratulations on a great miniseries. I always think I know a lot about Maiden, and then Nesbitt blindsides me with something like Steve Harris's favorite brand of toothpaste. To be honest, I've not really been that interested in pre-first album Maiden before, but I really enjoyed this series. It was extremely informative and engaging. Just to add, as I know it is good to receive positive, I seem to have a routine that I put the newest episode on when I leave work on Friday. Hearing do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers is now so ingrained in me it gives me a feeling that my weekend has started. All the best, Andy. Nice. So I think that's that's Andy that we met in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Did we meet him in the UK? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. On the deck of the curtain horses. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez, man. That's right. That takes me back. Yeah. Carton horses. We could get into that soon, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's getting overhauled. It's closed now. Until I know. They're late. selling stuff online. Yeah. Are we going to get into that now? We'll do it later. I'll do it later. Yeah, wait till that's the full. A... I'm not too happy. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm grumpy about it. Yeah. Historic yeah, part I don't even like history. the way they're doing it, right? Like they're, ugh, anyway. Um, we've got a few emails uh, where people kind of say it's part of their routine on Fridays. Mm. I had an email from a listener, Dean. He says, I just started listening to you guys at work and I'm now addicted. Great to hear a podcast devoted to one of the greatest metal bands ever. Makes the mundane workday more bearable. Keep it up and up the irons. Oh, nice. That's so cool. I have a bunch of podcasts I listen to at work too. And it's yeah. like, it helps me get through my day. <laughs> And I got one more I want to read from Eric and says, Josh Nesbitt, continually enjoy every show you guys put out. Thank you for putting in the time to put such detail and depth behind it. The last five Birth of the Beast episodes being a great example. The only drawback is that we have to wait a whole week for the next episode. I think I went through your first 55 episodes in a couple of weeks. I may have been a late arrival. Anyways, keep up the great work. Lastly, want to thank Nesbitt for turning me on to the Hardcore History podcast from the Dance of Death Passchendaele discussion. I just finished part five, was actually discussed the battle. I've always been a World War One buff, so I found it a fascinating listen. Take care, up the irons, down the hops. So that's Eric. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I got the Hardcore History uh, subscribe, but I haven't listened to them yet. Oh my God, uh, just start that with forever. Blueprint yeah. for Armageddon. It's like the World War One. He just yeah. says World War One. It is crazy. Because yeah. I always knew a lot about World War Two. And a very little about World War One. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was always like, as a kid, you get into like, oh, this one has the cool tanks and the cool planes and everything. And you're like, I don't want to, you're looking at World War One, and you're like, oh yeah, horse drawn this and, you know, guys in French army in blue <laughs> uniforms. And you know yeah. what I mean? But then when you actually go back and hear, have someone explain it to you yeah, in detail, like they do on the Hardcore History podcast, it mm. like blows your mind. It's It was really crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I can't listen to podcasts and work. Oh, no? I can't. I just focus in on them. Oh, do you? Because a lot so of mine, I, I kind of, yeah. there are some episodes, because I'll listen to, like, episodes of podcasts sometimes, and I do realize that sometimes it's like, oh, it's 10 minutes, and I've kind of tuned it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's rewind 10 minutes. Yeah, look, when, in listening in the lead up to our podcast for listening stuff, I just listen to it in background, and that's fine. But then when I listen yeah. to it to make notes and comments, I have to consciously listen But the listen podcasts to it. you're listening to are probably, like, ones that you have to pay attention to. Two Not point. like I'll download, it's like, the top 10 
Yeah, but hair metal power ballads of all time, and I'm just kind of like well, hardcore you know? history. <laughs> hardcore I mean, history, you do want to is pay a focus. To. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't listen to that one while I was working. I yeah. wouldn't listen to that one like when you're traveling or on a road trip. Yeah, I actually listened to a lot of that on an airplane trip with the headphones in, which was kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been between the Cuba trip I had and the Turkey trip. I've, I've had a lot of beach time, yeah. and I love just sitting under an umbrella on a beach with the podcast in. And it's so funny because I'm sitting there just listening to the way Drake at beer, and everybody I'm with is always like. You, you okay? Do you want to do something? I'm like, this is like what I want to do <laughs> yeah. just forever, just F off, leave me alone. Yeah. Like it's the best when you yeah. got like a good deck of podcasts and you're just sitting there drinking. And I'm laughing, yeah. right? Like I'm on my own and people are looking at me and I'm just <laughs> laughing away having a time. It's yeah. awesome. I know. I remember being in Jamaica and being like laying mm. under a palm tree and people bringing you beer and yeah. being like, no, I don't want to go on a catamaran. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That's I don't want to go scuba diving. That's the worst. Oh, I got pulled. I told you about that when I was in Cuba. I got pulled on a catamaran, <laughs> yeah. and I was the grumpiest Gus. Oh, yeah. And I was the whole time going, I could be sitting on a beach, you know, which, you know, I paid a fortune to do. And now I'm I'm in this stupid catamaran with people who are like, isn't this great? I just wanted to kill everybody. Machine gun. <laughs> anyway. Okay, I've got another email, and this one I've been, it's been on my list of, like, printed up emails to go over. Yes. For, but I've been putting it off, putting it off, because mm-hmm. it's not really Maiden-related. He says, it's a guy named Sherman emailed us. Yes. He says, hey, guys, other than Maiden, what bands are your favorites? Oh, jeez. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I've been, like, I, I keep talking about GNR. I've been listening to so much GNR. Yeah, like, Appetite for Destruction is my appetite. favorite yeah. album of all yeah. time. I, I listen to it all the time. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I'm back on Led a little bit. Led Zeppelin, I've been yeah. listening to a ton of Matt Mays. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. He's coming here in for the Iceberg Fest. He is, but he's only opening for someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the all tickets right. are like $80. And I was like, I'm not paying that to see an opening band. And yeah. they're opening for a band that I do not care for. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Hey Rosetta. As oh, yeah. well, which is a Newfoundland band. Yeah. Just like, none of this stuff's metal. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm not really a metal yeah. guy either. I'm more of like a hard rock classic guy with yeah. some metal. Yeah. Mixed in. Like yep. I love Maiden. I love yep. Priest. I love yep. Zeppelin. Yep. Soundgarden's one of my favorite bands. Yes, I've been listening to a lot of Chris yeah. Cornell lately. You know, I love Go Sabbath, on. even though I know you hate Ozzy. Yeah, I just can't listen to it. I don't really like Ozzy. Oh. Well, I don't like Ozzy's wife. <laughs> yeah. I hate Sharon Osbourne, but that does not affect my uh, love of Soundgarden. Yeah. I mean, my love of Black Sabbath. I love Jane's Addiction. Yeah. That's a band that I don't think I've ever talked about on the podcast. Hmm. Uh, I saw The Cult. The Cult came here a few weeks ago. And I yeah. Saw them. I, I love yeah. The Cult. I have like every, I have a huge shelf of like cult vinyl. Yeah. Out there 12-inch singles. There's a lot of, if you're into collecting vinyl and you get into The Cult, yeah. it's like a rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, I love Danzig. Danzig. I love Danzig. Yeah. Then I love like Sonic Youth, which yeah. is not... Any, it's like nothing to do with metal. Tragically mm. hip. Mm. I love Sloan. I talked about Sloan. Sloan is one of my all-time favorite bands. Yeah. Um, you said Matt Mays. I love Matt Mays. Matt Tea Mays Party. Great. Yeah. Metallica. You Tool. left out the Beatles, Nesbitt. I'm not a huge Beatles fan. <laughs> no. no. For you, it's it's Black Mountain is That's one of right. my favorite Canadian bands too. Yeah. And then like Caius and all that desert rock, stoner rock stuff. I love. Yeah. But the the bands that really define you are there's um. Obviously, Maiden. Yep. Right. I would say uh, Sloan. Yeah. Um, uh, Priest. Yeah. Um, Pearl Jam. Oh yeah, I forget about Pearl Jam. Yeah, I love th- Pearl Jam. those are the four that do you know like the most. Although Soundgarden, I think I know more. Yeah, of Soundgarden than too. Pearl yeah. Jam. Yeah. I well, okay. I was thinking like, about, if you, if someone yeah. wanted to come here and sit across from me on your microphone, yes, and do a podcast right now, yeah, 
um, without me doing any research, I could do a sound, or you could do, you pick a Soundgarden That's album, right. I could do a podcast on it, like, right now. Right now. Um, I'm not like that with, like, Sabbath, because I have a lot of stuff, a lot of, that I don't really know. But Soundgarden, mm-hmm. um, Jane's Addiction, The Cult, every single album. Yeah. Um, Danzig, the last couple albums, I haven't really been into. They kind of got kind of industrial sounding. Yeah. Um, I like Kiss, too. We never talked about Kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, I Kiss. could do a Kiss podcast, but there's already, yeah. like, 10 of them. Yes. And um, I'm not a Kiss fan. Just don't like think. them. What else? Remember, I had a friend who was a Kiss. Yeah. yeah. If I was to say, well, I thought we were talking about who we're listening to now. Yeah. For me, I always say it's Led Zeppelin, yeah. Iron Maiden, Pink Floyd, yeah. and Mozart. I'm not a huge Pink Floyd yeah. fan, man. No, I know no. you're not. Yeah. And I just, there's just certain things about Pink Floyd I love. Yeah. I and, feel like them, they're one of those bands I really appreciate it. Yeah. I really appreciate, like, the musicianship. That's right. You know what I mean? And they're amazing. And they're hits. Like, I know the hits. And I have mm-hmm. listened to every single... I did that thing. Sometimes when I want to get into a band, I'll go back and start with the first album mm-hmm. and listen to every album through five times and then move on to the next one. Yeah. I did that with Pink Floyd. And I, when I got to the end, I was like, meh. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of repeti- repetitive... Like, they're a greatest hits band yeah, to aspects. me, right? Yeah. And the other thing is, are, is I yeah. really, really got into them when I was, like, in grade 10 or 11 yeah. for a little while. Yeah. I had the same thing happen with The Doors. I had, like, six months when I was, like, in my teens yeah. when I thought The Doors were, like, <laughs> the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And then instantly I was done. And I was like, oh, done with The Doors. I'm done I don't with think The Doors. I've hardly ever gone back and listened to them since. Yeah. Well, I was high when I got into them. I gotta yeah. be honest. <laughs> I mean, I was into yeah. drugs a little bit. Just a, just a little bit. It's legal now. Yeah. We can talk about getting high all the time. It doesn't now. matter. Well, that shit was In wasn't. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. Um, I, if, if we go back, then Soundgarden for me too. Like yeah. I was really diehard in them, but to be honest, you know, um, that's my all time thing. Them, me and my buddy went to yeah. Montreal. When was it? It was less than 10 years ago and saw yeah. Soundgarden yeah. in a, like a pretty small club. And that's one of the best shows I ever saw. And then I'm so glad that I saw them Yeah, because they were always one of my favorite bands and I never thought I'd get to see them. Yeah, when they when they got back together, right? Like in the yeah. recent era, because, there was the King Animal yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah. Down on the upside, after that, I was kind of out of them, and yeah. I watched. Uh, I got into Audio Slave for a bit, yeah. but to be honest with you, there was this whole period where I was just moved on in music. Yeah, and uh, but I I lived for them, you know, and I still listen to them a lot now. So Soundgarden, I've gone back on a lot. One of the earliest bands that I got mm. into was Aerosmith. Yeah, you the original stuff. I have stuff, a, a you love bit that. of a Aerosmith rant yes. to go on. Okay, oh God, so. Whenever people ask me what my favorite bands are, mm. and I say, uh, we're getting off on a tangent now, but it's okay. we'll get back to the meeting. <laughs> we'll get there. I always want to say Aerosmith as one of my favorite bands. Yes. But Aerosmith has turned into such a, like, a mockery of themselves. Yes. That, like, it's embarrassing for me to say that Aerosmith is one of my favorite bands. When I say Aerosmith, I only mean the first album, Get Your Wings, Toys in the Attic, Rocks, and Draw the Line. Okay. So the 70s Aerosmith. Fair enough. So... I don't know. And like Night in the Ruts and Rock in a Hard Place, that's kind of where they get dysfunctional. Yeah. Like they even replaced Brad Woodford and Joe Perry Hmm. with these two other guitar. I can't remember what the names are. Jimmy or Rick Dufay and I can't remember the other guy, Crespo or something. Um, But the first few Aerosmith albums are Hmm. awesome. And then they kind of turn into an embarrassment, I think. They tarnished their legacy totally. They Hmm. started getting these outside songwriters like Desmond Child yeah um Jim Valance like they got these people so every album after that is like and it's not like some of the time like I don't mind you co-write getting someone in to co-write a song with you yeah but a lot of times it's like someone 
pre-writing a song and giving it to you so you can have a hit. Yeah. That's that I don't want to miss a thing single that yeah. they had that went to number one. It was like, I think that was their first number one single. Was that that album with the cow on it? Because I own This that was album. for the soundtrack to Armageddon. Is that oh, the that's the one. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about before when, remember so, his daughter and Alicia Silverstone yeah, were doing yeah. all those hot videos. Oh, that was Get a Grip. Yeah, that was a good, I had that album. but So Diane Warren wrote I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, and she wrote songs for Mariah Carey, Celine yeah. Dion, Michael Bolton, Justin yeah. Bieber. You know that song Blame It on the Rain by Millie yeah. Vanilli? Yeah. She wrote that song. So they went to her and she wrote them a hit, basically. She's a jingle writer. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And Desmond Child wrote Kisses, I Was Made for Loving You, Livin' La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Wow. He wrote Bon Jovi's You Give Love a Bad Name and Living on a Prayer and a whole Alice Cooper album. Wow. That album Trash, he wrote the whole thing. And Jim Valance, he was like the co- co-writer with him and Brian Adams yeah. for all his like classic period. They kind of co-wrote everything. But basically, Aerosmith was like, they just turned into, they were just chasing, trying to get a hit. Yeah. And I don't know, they're an embarrassment. Like, listen, okay, I'll play you a clip now of an old Aerosmith song. This is one of my favorite Aerosmith songs. That's just awesome. It's like heavy, chugging guitars. That's like Aerosmith when it was good. That's an all. Okay, so this conversation about Aerosmith, which is a bit of a tangent. Wait, no, I'm not done. I got okay. to weigh in on this. Okay. So I, I, it's funny you were saying that. I got to rip Steve Tyler for a minute. Okay. Even though he's a great musician. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, they've gone a bit commercial and, you know, all that stuff. There's all these pictures online I now know, of him. He looks him. crazy He now. looks like someone's nan. <laughs> he does. He looks like... <laughs> Look at him. Like, he looks like someone's nan. I saw something on, on Twitter, and there was a picture of Steven Tyler from, like, yeah. now. Yeah. And it said, Steven Tyler looks like um, your friend's cool mom who didn't care if you drank as long as you stayed in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's totally, totally it. looks like that. That's what he looks like. Anyway, if Aerosmith tour bus had gone off a cliff in 1979, yeah. they would be looked at as, like... The American Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Not as talented, I don't think, as Led Zeppelin, but, like, that status of, like, classic. Yeah. But they just destroyed their legacy. Well, I don't know. They have a lot of fans, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Nesbitt, I mean, even as much as you spend on a band, you get, to make money, you got to have a broad <laughs> appeal. But the uh, that's one good thing about Iron Maiden. Mm. They're not chasing hits. They're not chasing no. radio play. No. It's the same guys in the band, yeah. more or less. <laughs> we kind of went over that. We'll build a cult following, but they just... and then monetize it on fifty dollars t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's the way you do it. But they just, yeah, they just, mm. they've never been like, oh, let's try to get an outside songwriter to write us a hit. They oh just, my like, god, Chief Harris, can you imagine? And ma- everything is Maiden. Whatever Maiden it they put out, yeah. No matter how much it changes or how much you like it or dislike it, yeah, it's one hundred percent Maiden. I would love to have this hidden camera, and they'd be sitting around, and someone come in and be like, look, you know. Steve, but we got, I hired an outside writer and he came up with these great songs and just watch his face. He would be like, rip, rip, oh, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You're toast now, you know? You get a bass over the head. Oh man, you'd be <laughs> so dead. So we had a bunch of other stuff to go over, but I don't think I want to get into it. We have, we got a ton of, we're kind of swamped in band recommendations. Yeah. Um, someone recommended a band called Pharaoh, another one, Opeth. Yeah. Um, Power Wolf. Mm. We've had a whole, like... I have a list here of like 20 bands that people recommended that I haven't like listened to yet. Wow. But I'm listening to them every now and then. I'll pull one out and I have a big playlist now mm. that I listen to every now and then. 
there's a lot of people are recommending a lot of bands, which is cool because uh, there's always this list here for me to go to if I'm looking for new bands. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to get into them all in the podcast right now. I might pull one out every now and then when one sticks out to me. If only there was some sensible way to collect this information and share it, like if we could, you know, if there was like an AI bot where you could just keep adding bands to it and it would build its own radio station. Well, I basically have that. I have a a playlist where when people recommend a band, I'll go grab. Fire it in. Fire it into the playlist. And then Mm. I'll just shuffle it. And when one song sticks out, I'm like, oh, which one's this? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Cool. And a few people have sent us like... uh, Maiden covers, like other mm. bands doing Maiden songs, which are pretty yeah. cool. So we're going to do a full episode on Maiden covers. Yeah. So if you have a cool, uh, or if you know of a cool version of a Maiden song mm. by another band, yeah, send us a link. Yeah, and I got a ton we'll on Facebook out. too. I've shared a few yeah. different like, young people doing like Maiden. That's yeah. awesome. I'm thinking more of like Maiden covers mm. that are from like compilation albums. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, send uh, send over your recommendations. We're, we're going to do a full episode on those. Deadly. deadly. That's it. So uh, when this airs, I'll be off to Maiden. Yeah, and I'll be right behind you. Yep. And then, uh, oh man, it's going to be time. Two shows. Looking forward to it, man. It's oh, been yeah. too long. It's been, yeah. I'm super pumped now. It's nothing to a year. I know, because a year ago we saw those three shows. Hmm. It's too fast. It was that long ago. That's crazy. It flew. Yeah, and these will be over before you know it. And then Nesbitt will be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and the months and months that in advance that we bought the tickets, mm. that flew. That's, yes. Because I remember I had a uh, a countdown of the days until the Maiden show. Mm. And I remember I texted you and I was like, we're into double digits when it double hit like digits. 99 days. Yeah. And now we're allowed to like, you know, in two weeks we'll be done. <laughs> it's crazy. It's amazing, isn't it? Yep. Fudge. Wow. Awesome. Well, I look forward to it. When this comes out, yeah, if you're in Toronto. You can send us an email, too. We'll uh, try and get back to you and let you know where yep. we're going to be. But Talkingmaiden we'll be... at gmail.com is the best way. Yeah. And we'll People be, message uh... on Twitter, and they send Facebook messages. But yeah. the email is the best way. Yeah, even if you send to Facebook, because, yeah. you know, like, we you know, we spend a lot of time on this podcast. The emails are good because you, you track them. Yeah. Um, I try and weigh in on, on the fun ones. Uh, and... Uh, but with the social media and stuff, it's just it gets a bit much. It gets overwhelming. Sometimes. It does. Yeah. It does. And yeah, it can be slow. Like, and I was away for a while, so I caught, I missed a few things. Yeah. Um, so if anyone is waiting on a reply on something, yeah. send us an email. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the awesome. So we'll have a lot of uh, tour information next time we talk. Oh yeah. And get back on there. And we'll do a, a recap of the Toronto shows. I might do a Facebook live from the show this That'd year. Be cool. Yeah. So get us on Facebook wherever we are, Talking Maiden or something. <laughs> I should know these things. Everything, it's like everything there's, slash Talking Maiden. Yeah, there's like a social media slash marketing <laughs> consultant that they're now banging their head on the wall. These guys don't <laughs> have a clue. You're doing it all wrong. You're not getting traction. <laughs> you should have a QR code on your forehead. All right. Um, this Turkish beer was delicious. Yes, Karamaza Ale, Bomanti, yeah. Red Ale. Amazing. Cool. I'm going to add this uh, to, to the, my yeah. beer Hall of Fame shelf yeah. that I have in the shed. One of the best um, red ales, yeah, and it, it, not only that, here's the other thing. How that should be drunk on a beach in Turkey, 35 degrees, four at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. We'll get to Turkey one of these days. All right. All right. Get us on uh, at TalkingMaiden.com. Send us an email. Get us on Facebook or Twitter. TalkingMaiden.com slash talk. Leave a review of your Maiden show. Yeah, do and it. And it doesn't have to be long. It could just be just be, seconds. Woo! Yeah. Josh is the Anything. best. That's plenty. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Nesbitt's okay. Woo! All right. Until next time, up the irons and down.